Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing? It's your guy Larry, and you're listening to Black Nerds Biblecast. Hey, so I hope you're having a wonderful day. I know that there's um, all kind of things that are going on in our world. I know we have the um, pandemic that has been going on for months now, um, and just keep everyone in prayer keep on keep your your friends your neighbors your family members all in prayer over this make sure everybody stays safe and um really just stay safe but remember the lord is still in control god is still in control that reminds me okay we're going to be getting into our devotional today um a world um, a good news for a world in crisis. That's right. So guess what? And we're not denying that we're not in a world in crisis because there's a lot going on. But we want to we we want to understand that there is good news even in the midst of your problems and your situations and circumstance. Okay. So remember that. Keep yourself encouraged and everything. Hey. So um, I was got a chance to been watching the news a little bit myself. Yes, I do watch the news sometimes but sometimes it's always not good to watch and get watch it and get overwhelmed by it okay but um they were celebrating the life of congressman john lewis um he um was a a congressman in the united states government he's an american politician and civil rights leader um he served in the united states as a house in the house of representatives for georgia's fifth congress congressional district from 1987 until his death in 2020 so yes um this man um has done uh, a lot he's actually served right alongside of the great um and late uh um Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and so, yeah, just a wonderful um, gentleman. They talked a lot about him. Um, when you get a chance, you know, get a chance to 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 Google his his name and and his his uh, you know all his his things that he's done um, for America. You know, being here in America and. Um, just the things that he he fought for. He fought for the voting voting uh, voters' rights act. Okay, uh, he was someone who, um, like I said, fought alongside for equality for um, for all Americans. Okay, um, he was best known for um, during the the time when they crossed over the the pet the Pettus Edmund Bridge um, at that time, and he um, was. Uh, he was uh, among those that were beaten, um, beaten and everything by the police during a, a major civil rights battle um, from the American from the American police at that time um, where he was um, hit in the back of the head. And so he suffered physically as well. But he still never stopped him. He still fought for social justice. Um, he was also arrested um, as well, along with many others who were fighting for for social justice as well at that time. He's from Troy, Alabama. Um, he it says here he grew up and up on his family's farm, attended segregated public school in Pikes County. Um, he did so much for for his Time. He was inspired, actually, by uh, the Reverend Martin Luther King, actually. And this is kind of what, you know, probably during the time as he was, as he's seen the injustice in our country, he wanted to make a change. He wanted to stand for making a change in March, you know, and 
long after Martin Luther King had passed, he began to continue to march across the the uh, the bridge, the Edmund, Edmund Pettus. I said I don't I don't know if I said that right in the first time, but it was the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama. This was back on March seventh of nineteen sixty five, and so they did a demonstration where they were attacked by the Alabama state troopers in a brutal confrontation, and they know as known or became known later as Bloody Sunday, and it's just kind of coincidental that today being Sunday that. It was really fitting that um, they they crossed that same bridge uh, with him uh, in the casket um, as they they crossed that bridge. And eventually, you know, now at this point, he's lying in state um, and in the um, I believe over in Alabama, in the state uh, capital there in Alabama. So um, just um, your prayers, thoughts and prayers for the family of uh congressman john lewis excuse me and um and then um there were uh several other people i don't want to miss uh miss them ct vivian i believe was another gentleman that also had passed away um as well um during this time uh during the same time uh, representative john lewis had passed and he also was a well-known um well-known uh man uh, also in in the fight for uh, uh, equal for for justice for social justice excuse me so his name was um, CT Vivian and just a little bit about him we're reading that um, he was a he was named as Cordy Tyndale Vivian was a American minister author close friend of the lieutenant Martin Luther King jr. during the civil rights movement Vivian resided in Atlanta Georgia and founded the CT Vivian Leadership Institute incorporated he was a member of the Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity Okay, he was also awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom as well, and uh, again was very instrumental in the, during the time of the civil civil rights movement as well. C. T. Vivian, um, also a lot of articles about him as well. He um, is, like I said, in history now as a civil rights leader. And we also have lost him, uh, a great icon. He died at the age of 95 and just so many things that we can we can learn from our from our American uh, leaders that were fighting for social justice in this country and for the plight of African-Americans all across the, the United States here. So just um. You know, again, your prayers, your thoughts and prayers for the families of, of these two um, iconic American uh, individuals. And and again, just um, remind yourself that, again, when we have God on our side, when when God is, is, is fighting for us, yes, we will encounter um, we will encounter tragedies and violence and we will encounter confrontations. We will, you know, and it, we're living in a world that that is full of imperfection and we have to understand that. So with that being said, let us keep our eyes on the prize. Let us keep our minds and our hearts on God who loves us and cares for us. I have a great like I said, I have a great um, devotional. Set, you know, stay tuned for that, and got some verses and even a prayer for those of you that are feeling anxiety and and just a time uh, at a time of uncertainty. Don't let the world get you to the place where you don't 
you know, you don't have a way to go and trust the Lord and, and have faith in him. You know, he cares about us. And so. Again, just wanted to kind of encourage you. This is a kind of an encouraging message today. So if you don't mind, just sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Black Nerds Biblecast. Hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, hopefully you are having a wonderful weekend or a weekday, um, whatever time you are listening to this recording. So we're going to uh, continue on in the, the, the devotional out of the version app called it's, it's entitled um, Good News uh, Encouragement for a World in Crisis. Okay. Uh, and that's in the version app. And uh, so far from day one, really had a, a pretty good uh, devotional um, be previously before this one. And so today we're going to go ahead and start it off um, reading out of Romans 831. Okay. And it says, if God has determined to stand with us, tell, tell me who then could ever stand against us? Okay, so um, just so um, uh, I'll see what we have here when it comes to uh, encouragement for our world that's in crisis. Okay, so it starts off by saying, since God is for us, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? And this is found in Psalms 118 and 6. Okay, um, if only we really believe this, right? We want to believe it. We want to try to believe it. We will ourselves to believe it. We will ourselves to believe it, basically. But we can be get so frightened about what people, put people, things, and circumstances around us can do to us that we forget who is for us. Now, in Psalms uh, 146, chapter 146 and 6, it describes the maker of heaven and earth is for us. That's in Psalms 146 and 6. Also in Psalms 24 and 8, it says the king of glory is for us. Then when you read in Psalms chapter 68, verses 19 to 20, there's a there's a passage that says the sovereign Lord is for us. And when you go into the beginning of the Bible in Genesis 1 and 1, it also says that creator, the creator of the universe is for us. Okay. If you read Psalms 95 and 3, guess what? Our God is for us. Our great God. Then Psalms 91 and 1, it says the most high is for us. If you read in Psalms 116 and 5, it says our compassionate Lord is for us. Then you skip to Isaiah 96, 9 and 6. It says the Prince of Peace is for us. And if you read Psalms 147 and 3, the healer is for us. Also, James, he talks about uh, our changing, unchanging father is for us. The book of James, chapter one and 17. If you read second Peter three and three and nine, it says the promise keeper is for us. And then the last, if you read first John one and nine, it says the ultimate forgiver is for us. When we remember who God is and what he's done, we'll be more likely to walk with hope. 
when things are threatening to overwhelm us. What will what we fill ourselves up with every day is important. When we fill our minds with the truth from God's word, we'll become so acquainted with with it that when we're faced with something that isn't true, we'll know. When we worship God through song or praise him or praise him while looking at his creation, it'll build our spirits and will and lift our focus from the daily trials we face. When we walk through life with like-minded followers of Jesus, there's built-in encouragement for us in our experiences with him. So let's remember that God hasn't given us a fearful mindset. He's given us one that contains love, power, and a sound mind. God is our salvation and our fortress because when we are, when we remember and remind ourselves of the truth every day, we'll stand strong knowing that when God is, is for us, nothing can be against us. So if you don't mind, we're going to um, we're going to read a few scriptures that follow this devotional today. And um, just to, um, hopefully this will encourage your heart like it does mine. And we're going to start off by reading out of um, Psalms chapter 27, verse one. And it says, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? Now, this is David talking and um, he's really you know, taking in um, several things. Number one, um, he's the Lord is his light and his salvation. And he and the question is, why should I be afraid? Would I, if I were you this morning or whenever time you listen to this, make this personal. In other words, um, pray as you're praying and you ever feel a sense of anxiety or worry or strain or whatever it may be you might be going through. You say, just tell yourself, the Lord is my light and he's my salvation. And he says, so, and then you ask this question, why should I be afraid? You know, afraid, being afraid and fearfulness of the situation or circumstance you might be in uh, will bring you anxiety. And God is not the God of anxiety. He's not the God of fear. And he wants us to not just be bold, but be confident in who he is. Now, also the second part of this verse, he says, the Lord is my fortress protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? Now, there's several things we can take from this. One, yes, the Lord will, is always your fortress. When I go out or when me and my and my fiance, when we, we leave for work in the morning, we always pray a prayer of protection on the way to work and on the way back from work and, and protecting our home because we understand that the Lord is our fortress. He, in other words, without the Lord, we, we have to, in other words, we want to be covered. Okay, we want to be covered. And it says here, protecting me from danger. So the question after this one says, so why should I tremble? If we if you are praying 
in the morning or whenever you decide to leave for your destination, whether it's work, school or what have you, ask yourself or pray and, and pray this prayer about the Lord being your fortress and protecting you from danger. And believe me, there's all kind of dangers out there, but God doesn't want us to focus on the dangers. He wants us to understand that God is our fortress and he's going to always protect us. Now, the next the next verse that we're going to read is found in Psalms 18, chapter 18, and we're going to read from verses five uh, to nine. So just kind of sit quiet and, and listen or maybe drive as you're listening. In my distress, I prayed to the Lord and the Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is for me. The Lord is for me. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look, I will look in triumph at those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. Mm. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Let's talk about that just a, just a tad bit. What did you get out this verse when you heard this? Did something kind of trigger you like it did me? So let's start off where he says in my distress, he said, I prayed to the Lord and the Lord answered me and set me free. Do you know, sometimes you know, it's, it's other words, it's not it's not um, a bad thing to admit that you're distressed. But again, remember, the Lord said the Lord here, it says you can pray to him and he will set you free. Then it says here, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. And, and, the, and the question is, what can mere people do to me? Now, again, I don't know everybody's anxiety um, levels and, and what they fear. But I will tell you this. There are a lot of things in the world that we could do to, to ease our pain, our fear, and our worry. Uh, we can talk to a friend. We can talk to a, a loved one, perhaps. You know, especially when you have uh, moments of anxiety. I know some people, they, they, they go to pills and, and certain prescription medications, I guess. Um, but I tell you, sometimes for me, I'll be honest with you, there's times where I do pray. A lot of times I pray when it comes to when I worry, when I have anxiety, when I have fear, when I'm concerned. And I know the bad thing, confession-wise confession, confession wise here, is sometimes I may even be guilty of taking in that worry and try to withhold it in and thinking that, well, I'm going to fix it some kind of way. Sometimes we try to uh, mask that fear over by not dealing with it. We're going to just let it ride and do, it, do something else. But we got to remember something. God is very concerned about every part of your life matter of fact he's not he's not concerned as in worry he is he otherwise he wants you to have an environment he wants to have an environment with you as you discuss the things with 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 yourself he wants to hear you pray he wants to hear you talk to him and say god you know th there are so many things in my life right now that i'm unsure of because god wants to give the opportunity to wants to wants to show you that I give the opportunity so that he can show his power. He can show his provision. He can show his 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 guidance, his his strength to you. In order for us to get to know God even more, 
we know that life is not going to be perfect. Life is not going to be perfect. There are going to be circumstances that will come and go, whether they be on your job, your home, your finances, your marriage, your family, you know, friends, schoolwork, whatever. There may be all kind of different things that you here on earth will be worried about. But God says, I, I have no fear. So the Lord is for me. Say that today. If you ever feel yourself full of anxiety, say the Lord is for me. I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Some of you might be in a situation where you're afraid of what maybe someone may do to you on your job. Maybe it's what your boss, your supervisor is trying to do. I can be a witness to that, you know, but God wants you to understand that if the Lord is for you, what can mere man do to you? What can your supervisor, your, your, your look, when you are, when you are submitted and you have God on your side, he going to protect you. Matter of fact, if you're a man, you're his son. If you're a woman, you're his daughter. Remember, you have a father in heaven that when someone else is doing real wrong, somebody else is harassing you. Someone else is, is, is a bullying you, you. Go to your father in heaven. Tell your daddy and say, Lord, this is happening to me. You see it. Remember, as I said before, God sees everything. He sees every part of our life. Then the next it says, yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look in triumph at those who hate me. Yes. Yes. In this world, we will have people that will hate us. And if it hated at that time, people hate at that time, it will people will hate in this time that we're living in right, right now. Remember, we were as a as a world, even not just as a society, but in the world or in the United States, mainly, I should say. We were dealing with civil unrest. We're dealing with uh, prejudice and racism, police brutality. Yeah, we're dealing with all of that here. In the United States of America. And you know something? I, I'm, I'm just like anybody else. Sometimes, yeah, I get a little fearful when I see the police. I'll, I have to admit that. Sometimes when the police is on the corner, I'm thinking to myself, man, and I'm not speeding. I'm not speeding. I'm, I feel like I'm not doing nothing, but I'm always in the back of my mind. If that police pull me over, I hope, I pray that the Lord will minister or and, and go before me before he before anything else happens but you know what the lord is good because there has been moments and times in my life that the police has pulled me over and as fearful as i was i praise god that the that the police officer was a good officer and that he was doing his job by just checking and making sure that either my tags what was going on with my tags at the time or maybe a tail light. So, you know, even though still we 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 trust and hope and pray that things will go well and go right. But remember, in every circumstance, in every situation, God is in control and He's protecting us. Okay? And yes, if you encounter an altercation, if you encounter something, whether it whatever it may be, just remember. That what can mere people do to you? Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look and triumph at those who hate me. Okay. 
And then it keeps on going. It says, and it is better to take refuge in the refuge in the Lord, Lord, and then though then to trust people. And to it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. So when we take refuge in God, we are totally protected. Some people say, or compared to having insurance, you're totally covered. So just understand that. Understand that God is strong. He's mighty. He is a refuge. He is a fortress. He is one that we can have triumph in. He is one that will protect us in case of fear for and, and even with people. We can trust because why? Because not only can we trust it, but the word, as I just read to you, has told you you can trust him. You can trust God. If you don't feel that way, we're going to pray that, that you develop a closer walk with the Lord. If you have anxiety and fear this morning, understand that God is not a God of fear. You can run to him. You can cry to him. You can talk of your concerns to the Lord and he will listen and he will comfort you and he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. He will guard your heart and your mind. He will put a hedge of protection around you while you go to sleep at, at night. And when you get up in the morning, when you on the freeway going to work, when you coming home from work, when you going to school or to the grocery store or wherever you may go. And if you're walking across the street, don't stay in fear. Don't stay in a, in a sense of fear and worry and anxiety because God doesn't want you to feel, wants you to be there. God wants you to, to, to trust in him, to open your heart in, to him. He wants a relationship that is so close to you that nothing, absolutely nothing will get in, get in the way in between him, him and you. He loves you. He loves you. And he's there to guide you. We're going to be right back. We'll take a minute and hold on in there. And we're going to come back for some more verses. Hey, so welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to read a couple more uh, passages from the scripture. And uh, how are you liking this so far? Is it encouraging you? I hope it is. Um, remember, God, God loves us. God loves us. He loves us more than what we will ever know. I'm serious. I, I think that I, I think about how God um, is in my life. And I can only imagine how much God loves me. I mean, there's so many things that I could I could testify about the Lord and how he has blessed me over the years. And I, I'm just overwhelmed by his awesomeness, his power, his love, his strength. And yes, you know, I, I can't I'll be honest with you. I, I'm not going to say that I've had the best um I've had some ups and downs as well, but I'm telling you though, one thing that I love about it is God is, he's a God that, that will journey with you throughout the, your entire life. 
He will journey with you through your ups and downs. I mean, like I said before, um, yeah, sometimes God, he, he won't take, take you out of those, those circumstances. He won't take you or rescue out of, rescue you out of those circumstances or situations, but he will, he will walk with you through those times. You may have, uh, death in the family. Um, I've had death in, the, in my family. I've had uh, loss of things and um, just troubling times. And God, he saw me through it all. I mean, he really has. And, I, you know, I want to share that with you. But also, you know, during this devotional, it's talking about fear. It's talking about anxiety, being afraid, especially in the time in the world that we live in right now. And, yeah, you know, I, I've been blessed um, to be uh, an essential worker, meaning that someone that that has to be at work. So I've been blessed by that. Um, uh, my fiance has been blessed as well. She's been able to go to work every day, too. But you might be a person that's listening right now that you may not have the job. You may be on unemployment. You might be wondering where your next check, if you're going to get another check. I know the stimulus um, bills or, or the uh, I guess the, the Congress is working on another stimulus package. But, you know, all the while we, we need to be praying and asking the Lord for for giving us guidance and, and praying for provision. You know, covering us and protecting us and keeping us safe. Um we live in a time with COVID-19 and the pandemic, like I, like, like I said. But if you're watching the news and it's getting you too fearful, then take a break from the news and stop watching that. Stop watching the media sometimes. The media can overwhelm you. So take more time listening to God or, or getting into his word and turn on some worship music and begin to praise God. If you begin to praise God in the midst of your circumstance, even if your circumstance is not good, do you know that your mind, he will take your mind off of your circumstance for that moment? Do you know that some people in the world, they will go to drinking and doing drugs to escape the feeling of feeling uh, hopeless and anxiety. But you know, when that high wears off and that drunkenness wears off, guess what? Your problem is still there. But when you go into God's word and you begin to pray and you begin to praise God for his goodness, even in spite of your situation, do you know God will will and can change the situation? Do you know that the situation may be still there, but he will change not only your direction, but he change and give you ideas on what you can do in the midst of your situation. He can do that. He can definitely do that. Why don't we go ahead and read into get into this couple of last verses here? It says in Second Timothy first, Second uh, Timothy chapter one verse seven. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Some versions, if you're reading, depending on your what translation you're reading from, it will say sound love. I mean, uh, it will say power, love, and a sound mind. Okay, or not have a spirit of fear. But um, and and I was uh, fear or or timidity or just another word that they use. Um. So yeah, he has not given us a spirit of fear. Remember this: fear doesn't come from the Lord. Okay, fear doesn't come from God. But you see the the transition he makes. He says, "But or uh, the Timothy makes in there, but of power, love, and self discipline, or a sound mind." 
In other words, the flip side of that is not fear and timidity, but power, love and sound mind or self-discipline. OK, and so remember that. Remember, remember that he doesn't he hasn't given us a fear of that. Now, my my last verse that I'm going to talk about today is one of my favorite. Now, the verse in the, the devotional is Romans 8, 31. It says, what shall we say about such such wonderful things? Uh, wonderful things as these. If God is for us, who can ever be against us? OK, now let's continue on here and we'll 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 end this with this. So it says, since we, since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for all of us, for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and raised us to life for us. And he is sitting on the right place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Verse 35 of this says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean that he no longer loves us if we have trouble and calamity or or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened uh, threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like like sheep. Verse 37 says, no, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Verse 38 says, and I am convinced that neither that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons. Neither are fears for today, nor are worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in sky above or in earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Wow. If that doesn't encourage you. I don't know what will, but I will tell you this. God loves us so very much. Like I said, I think he loves us more than what we ever that we really can comprehend and understand. Okay, God is in love with you, just like he's in love with me. His 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 uh, focus and his attention is on everything that is about you. Everything that concerns you, every single thing he knows about every detail, every circumstance and situation that you ever have, God says, I am into you just like I want you to be into me. So, again, going back to uh, this devotion, we are living in a world of crisis. But remember this, God loves us even in the midst of a world in crisis when there is a storm in your life, when everything seems uncertain, when you watch the news and you see all these different situations and people dying and and, 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 and violence that is happening in our cities and our states, maybe on your block, maybe in your neighborhood. 
Man, just get on your knees and pray. Hold tight to him more than ever before. Remember, God is good. And yes, he'll protect you from all the different types of calamities in the world. I hope this blessed you today. Take this message. Listen to it again if you have to. But read these verses to encourage you. Especially read Romans. Uh, start at. I'm sorry. Start at Romans. I would say start before 831. So Romans chapter 8. And, and start with verse 31. As you read verse 31. Then read down from verse 31 to the very end. That's one of my favorite passages um, about the Lord. He talks about that. talks about encouragement. And believe me, trust me, it's in the word. So it has to be true. He's not going to lie. He's not a God that, can, that should lie. Why don't we have a quick word of prayer before we leave? Father God, I pray for my listeners. I pray for you that are listening to me right now. I ask right now for behalf of my listener and their family and their situation, their circumstance. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would protect them and guide them, draw them close to you, Lord God. Father, if they don't know you, I ask right now that they would get to know you. They would know you in a personal way. They would know you in a way that they have never known you before. Lord, this is not about church and how often you go or what church you go to, how often you read your Bible or how often you pray even. But Lord, this is about us wanting to have a personal relationship with you, understanding who you are in our lives, opening that door of communication, God. God, just like we have a relationship with each other and our loved ones and maybe our family members, God, you want to have a relationship with us. And so, Father, for my listener that's listening right now, if they're concerned, they're afraid, they're, they're full of anxiety, Lord, ease their mind, ease their heart. Give them a peace that surpasses all understanding and help them to understand that you're a God of strength and power and you're a God that doesn't have fear. You didn't give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind or self-discipline. And God, I thank you for that. I thank you for what you are giving us. Lord, when we don't have that power, Lord, help us to be able to ask for that power from you. Let us trade our fear to strength and power and love and sound mind. Give us that which you have, Lord God. Give us an exchange. I ask right now that every person in the sound of my voice has a personal relationship with you. At the end of the day, we're going to leave all this calamity behind. If we're a believer in the Lord, we're going to go home to be with you. So we should not fear. We shouldn't have no, to be afraid of anything. And God, we know that you'll never abandon us because your word tells us that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. So God, let me be the first to say thank you. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for just being a present guide in times of trouble. Hold us by our hand. 
uphold us and strengthen us as we go through. It's not easy, Lord. It's not. So, Lord, I pray that you would open our minds and hearts so that we can see you for who you are. Lord, if the fear and the circumstances takes our vision, God, I pray right now that you would, you would, we would put you in front of that. Father, I ask right now, Lord, that let us see what you see. Let that be my prayer to my listeners. The next time we have fear, God, I ask right now that they will cry out to you and they will ask you, let me see what you see, God, in this circumstance. Help ease my fear and my anxiety and help me see what you see. God, I thank you so much. Thank you for this time. Thank you for this time with my listeners. With everything else, Lord, I thank you so much. Help us to have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And Lord, protect each and every one of us. Give us traveling grace from, from the place of destination to home again. Lord, I thank you. And I love you. And we love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, stay encouraged, everyone. Stay encouraged. Be of good strength and good health. Follow the guidelines out there. Remember, we're trying to eliminate this coronavirus is COVID-19 stuff if you don't have to be anywhere stay home where it's nice and safe turn on some great music have a good meal um, just chit chat with a friend online or, or FaceTime them but keep yourself safe keep yourself encouraged get into the word of God stop listening to things that will heighten your fears Okay, if anybody can get you uh, riled up, just stay away from that and just go ahead and get into God's word. You, we need to encourage each other. We need to, and you can get the best encouragement out of God's word. Listen to some good songs, maybe some smooth jazz like I do. Maybe it's some nice uh, 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 instrumental music or just some gospel music. Whatever you want to do when it comes to calming your heart and your mind and, and lay down and just talk to the Lord. Open your heart and mind and your spirit. Anyways, stay tuned. I'll be talking to you another time with the same devotional good news in the world of in crisis. All right. Be encouraged, guys. I love you. And I'll be talking to you soon.